This is Iron Sports, and we're so excited to talk to Thomas Rongen, who, if you're watching television at all for the NFL over the last couple of days, you have seen commercials for Next Goal Wins, this movie from Disney, Searchlight Pictures coming out, and Thomas, is it's based on Thomas. So, Thomas, thanks a lot for coming on Iron Sports. I really appreciate it. Uh, no, no problem. You're right. It's one of those, those badass moments, you know, where you get to answer – the question, who should play me in a movie? Well, it's Oscar and Golden Globe nominee, supervillain, by the way, Magneto, Michael Evan Fassbender. How's your day going? That's the way I feel it when I, when I see these commercials now. It's pretty fun. <laughs> That's great. So for people who don't understand, I mean, people say, well, there's a soccer movie, but this is clearly a crossover movie where you don't have to watch any of to sit there at five in the morning and watch Premier Cup and get up early. You, you don't have to be a soccer fan, know the rules. You can just enjoy this movie, uh, uh, Next Goal Wins. And tell us a little about, it's based upon your, somehow American Samoa contacted you with, you have a tremendous track record of soccer to coach their team, one of the worst teams uh, in the history of soccer. Yes. I mean, it's based on the original documentary in 2014, and it's a real-life story of the American Samoan national team You know that follows the emotion, learnings of a group of players looking to do their country proud. You know, this team lost in 201, 31 to nothing against Australia, which is the worst ever defeat in World Cup qualifying. They've been outscored since that time. 229 to nothing. They ranked last, so they were the worst team in the world when I finally Googled this after I accepted the job. And, and Don't you think you should have Googled before? I mean, is it, what is it, that's, you should have maybe Googled before you accepted the job? No, I mean, listen to this. So I, I coached at that time. I was the head coach of the uh, U.S. Olympic team. And as you know, with the Olympic team, Guys come in for a few weeks, you play some games, they go back to their club. So I had some time off, and our current president at that time was Sunu Galati. And he calls me and he goes, could you help um, a territory of the United States called American Samoa? Uh, since you get a month off, it will be like a three-week thing. So I looked at my wife and go, where's American Samoa? So she Googled it. She goes, it's next to Fiji. So I go, yeah, I'll take it. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> then I go, then I Google it, and then I realized, okay, this is uh, this is going to be uh, fun. And it turned out to be obviously a one hell of a ride, both professionally and 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 personally. Fast forward, we eventually win a game, score a goal, and there's just a great story attached to that. Not only do I play the first ever Fafafina, as the Polynesians say, it's a it's a transgender, very much accepted there in an official World Cup qualifying game. But the winning goal is scored by a 17-year-old that I saw in a high school game my second day on the island. And I go, I want, it was a high school final American football. Because American football and rugby are bigger in soccer in American Samoa. And I said, I want this guy. And the president goes, he's never played soccer. I said, I don't care. He scores the winner, and he ends up being... Uh, eventually playing in the NFL. <laughs> How crazy is that? Wow, that's, that's amazing. Now, 
did you like, you know, soccer movies are popular. Like, I have to say, I'm going to miss something. My favorite Will Ferrell movie is Kicking and Screaming. I love it. Now, I'm not the only person out there who says the favorite Will Ferrell movie, but I love Kicking and Screaming, and I suggest everybody watch Kicking and Screaming. Then there's Ted Lasso, and there's some other soccer movies. So have you seen, like, what is your favorite? Before, of course, Next Goal Wins is your favorite soccer movie. Besides that, what has been your favorite soccer movie? Oh, my God. I, 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 I got to go with uh, Ben that like Beckham. Um, there was one other one. I can't even remember the name now that played during the war with Stallone and quite a few. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a good. Yeah, show. but I'm not, I'll, I'll go. I'll go to Corning side since I call all the Inter Miami games, and um, I've now become pretty friendly with 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 Beckham uh, since he stops by our our pregame show once in a while, and has been very good with that. I'll, I'll go with Bennett. Ben, ben, like Beckham, although we all got to admit, Cat Lasso is pretty darn good. You know, it's not a movie, but. Uh, and, and this one is a little bit like, you know, think of Cat Lasso meets Pool Runnings by the way of the Mighty Ducks with Makiti's distinctive brand of, of humor, you know? Um, so that, that's, that's pretty cool. Now, you were involved, like, when they were making the movie, how were you involved? Did they have you on set? Did you take consultations? Uh, did they just like, uh, how were you involved in the making of the movie? Interesting part. So in 2014, at the Tribeca Film Festival, when the documentary comes out, I'm sitting in between The Rock, because The Rock was in New York, and he said, yeah, I'll, I'll help promote the movie. I'm from uh, Samoa. Um, and next to The Rock is a smaller guy that introduced himself, but I forgot his name. Fast forward to 2017, uh, somebody calls me and goes, I don't know if you remember, but my name is Taika Waititi. I just, uh, I'm, I'm doing a Thor movie for uh, Disney and Searchlight, but I want to go back to my Polynesian roots because he's from New Zealand. And I go, I wanted uh, Russell Crowe to play you, but, uh, and he's my best friend, but he's overweight. So there's no <laughs> way you can do that. So I picked Michael Fassbender. And I was supposed to go to Hawaii where they did the shooting. But two days before that, he calls me and goes, Michael Fassbender is so focused, has done so much research. He doesn't, ret- he doesn't want to be thrown off. And I, I, I respect that. You know, uh, I don't know how actors, pre- actors prepare. So I didn't go. I, by the way, I've never spoken or seen or met Michael Fassbender because um, he wasn't allowed because of the strike to go to two big festivals, Berlin and um, the Toronto International Film Festival. So I've never met the guy that's playing me, quite frankly, and will not uh, probably for a long time. So that's pretty remarkable as well in itself. It's crazy. You do the story. He actually plays you in a movie. You don't talk to him, but now that he's, because of the strike, isn't able to promote it, you're the one out there doing all the promotions for the movie. So it's like, exactly. it's like you guys are tag-teaming this whole thing. It's pretty cool. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it is great. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, you know, we're going to go back to your, in terms of the soccer, where you're down here in West Palm Beach and, and for yep. Lauderdale and Broward County. I, I listen to you guys. Because I love all, I love all sports, <laughs> and uh, so you know it is. 
I went to a, the Inter Miami match, one of the matches this year. The excitement, uh, DRP Pink Stadium, everything about it is great. It was my first soccer match, I have to admit, you know, to go to it. But uh, just the excitement, the fact that people, I, I said on my show, it was a Saturday night, I was at a club in Palm Beach, and everyone was like cheering at this club, just watching one of the Inter Miami matches. It's really taken over messy media oh of South Florida. Un- unbelievable. And, and I, I go back to. The Pele and the NFL era when it came to this country in the mid-70s. And Pele put soccer on the map. Fast forward maybe to um, the 94 World Cup, which is a big watershed moment as well. The start of MLS in 1996, where I was part of, as the head coach uh, of one of the teams. I coached four teams in MLS and was fortunate enough to, to win a, a trophy as well. You then talk about David Beckham and the designated player rule that allowed now Messi and company to be part of Inter Miami. And, and I knew it was big, but it, it dwarfs Pele, Beckham, uh, the World Cup by a long shot. You're right. It's just incredible what Messi has done for the game. In general, um, the first active player in MLS to win a Ballon d'Or, which is insane uh, in itself. Um, and, and yes, I, 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 I can't wait to do actually the playing the game on uh, the playing the game on Friday before he leaves to play two big World Cup qualifying games. One is against Brazil; they're to qualify for the next World Cup. So we'll give him a nice farewell on, on Friday. But you're right; the impact that he has in South Florida. The jerseys I see now, not just Messi, but Busquets, Alba, potentially Luis Suarez might come as well. So it's all good in South Florida. We've become, Ira, the sports city in the world. You look at, <laughs> no, you look at the Heat, you look at the Panthers, you look at some of the college teams that went to the Final Four and Finals. You look at Inter Miami right now. We're, we're kicking butt, dude. The whole world is, is, is looking at South Florida. So you're the radio broadcaster for Inter Miami. You're yep. there, and and Messi comes. That announcement came. It comes in the middle of the season. You have to be surprised about how he just just embraced the team. I mean, he didn't start at the beginning of the season. There was no training camp. He just comes in, and suddenly the team. It's almost like your movie, Next Goal West. It turns the whole team around, starts winning games, fans coming out, all that excitement. And it's really a testament to Messi's ability to not just be a great player and the talent, but also his leadership ability and his ability to, to get put a team together. Incredible. Quick story. In 205, I was the head coach of our under-20 uh, men's national team, and we, we qualified for the World Cup in the Netherlands. And our first game is against Argentina. And we're up one nothing. And in the second half, here is Lionel Messi making his first appearance as a 17-year-old oh, for, the Ar- <laughs> for the Argentinian. We, we win the game. So I could say I've coached against Messi and we beat him one nothing, which is true. We lose in a round of 16 against Italy. They go on to win the tournament. He becomes the golden boot winner. Um, and now fast forward to now. And, and, and yes, he showed, you know, you knew he was special. But what he's done over time, are you right? The greatest players in the world make other players and teams better. And he's such a great guy as well. He's a team guy. Um, and he could be a... He could be an asshole because he's, 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 he's the all-time best, but he's not. 
you know, just, just being able to win our first tra- trophy, you know, travel with the team to Nashville, and for him to give the armband back to DeAndre Yetlin, who'd given that to Messi in his first game and said, you are our captain. Those are little things that not a lot of big-time players would do, and there's quite a few players, including Robert Taylor, that have benefited from Messi's presence. You're right. He's a, he's a winner, uh, the most accomplished guy in terms of winning trophies. And, and he'll win more here with Inter Miami, who should be by far going into next year the MLS favorite and the team to beat. Is there any way to do something in terms of the leaving? Like, I, it's hard to follow the schedule. It's hard to follow. I mean, I'm someone from, it's like Patrick Mahomes doesn't leave the Chiefs to go play for something we don't miss it in a game. Is there something MLS can do to just pause their season so when they lose their players, they're not missing any games? Um, I know this is the history of soccer. I know it goes on. But from an American perspective, we just don't see our star players just leaving not their teams. I mean, LeBron James doesn't leave the Lakers to go play another game. He's always, you know, unless he's hurt, he's playing the game. So is there a way they could pick two, that next year? Two things that will happen, Ira, due to Messi. One, the purse strings will open up a little bit. I know that there are internal discussions from quite a few other owners that are saying this might be the route to go. We have to spend a lot of money, but we would get a lot of return. Because let's be real honest, everybody is benefiting financially from Leo Messi, and that's not just Adidas and Apple, but that's opposing teams that sell out, you know, Atlanta, 72,000, although he didn't show up. And that was, <laughs> no, and, 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 and the reason, um, because he, he had played, when he got here, he played every week two or three games. It didn't stop. And then he had to go to Argentina to play World Cup qualifying games, and that's where he got injured. And all of a sudden, everybody in MLS is saying, oh, my God, we, we can't have our biggest star in the world getting injured. Why did he get injured? And then you go into, hey, guys, the congested schedule. We need to take breaks during the <clears throat> FIFA international window like the rest of the world does, which we haven't. We need to stretch our season a little bit which we haven't because we don't want to fight against uh, the NFL right now. So we found windows to do that, but the schedule has become so congested. I, I think that, that there will be changes there as well. I don't think we'll go to the real FIFA calendar, which is, you know, in all countries in the world starts in August and stops somewhere in May. But I think that there will be some adjustments that clearly has to do with, with Messi uh, being here and his contractual situation and also his injuries due to playing too many games, that that will happen next season. I'm, I'm convinced of it. Inter Miami could play 60-plus games next year, MLS, U.S. Open Cup, Nations League, which will continue between the Mexican teams and the U.S. teams. Due to the fact they won the Nations League, they're in the CONCACAF Champions League, and that starts... Uh, in March, that's potentially another you know eight or nine games. Then you throw in World Cup games uh, or Copa America that will be held next year in the United States. Yeah, changes need to be made in order for um, the league to function better. And also, let's be real honest. You know, people buy tickets, and during those international windows, when the best players, not just Messi, but the best players in MLS 
represent their countries, you're cheating the fans as well who see a team with, you know, second-string players. So those things need to be addressed, will be addressed, in my opinion, and it will be more flexibility, hopefully, next year. Oh, I'm glad you agree with me because, you know, people tell me, they're like, oh, Ira, you don't understand soccer, you don't understand the rules, you don't understand what they do. And I'm like, I think you still want the players to play. And it was so hard. I remember I was, like, trying to buy for the match for the match. Is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Is this or that? So it's great. So anyway, we've been talking to Thomas Rungan. Next goal wins. I'm so excited for this movie to come out. I mean, it seems to be got, – it's got great reviews. I mean, it's what winning every film festival, the excitement, I think, and uh, it comes out November 17th, but we're seeing all the ads on the, for it now. So you must be so super excited, you know, that the movie, the final day when it's going to be in the theaters is coming just, you know, very shortly. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely pumped. Um, and this is the world's game, so – Somebody in Tokyo will watch this game. Somebody in Liberia will watch this game. Somebody in Buenos Aires, clearly, with the 2026 World Cup coming up as well, and it being the biggest sport in the world that Taiki Watiti doesn't know much about, and he said that. Uh, and also, he said, I had to twist the truth a little bit. Otherwise, uh, watch the documentary. So there's a lot of things, I've seen the movie twice now, uh, that are not factual uh, if you base it on the documentary, but still, you're right. Michael Evan Fussbender is playing me. How's your day going? <laughs> you're so funny. Thomas, thanks so much for coming on Iris Sports. And I'd love to have you back when inter- for the next season for Inter-Miami because we'd love to have you come back and talk about the season because it's going to be it's gonna be a wild ride here in South Florida for MLS. You, you got my number. Reach out anytime if you want to talk a little uh, soccer when, when, when Inter-Miami again starts up. No, no doubt. Love it. All right. Thank you so much, Thomas. I really appreciate it.